wilding out the last two episodes you keep saying that i don't know why you feel that way <laughs> that poor discussion was fucking hilarious <laughs> vintage porn indigenous african <laughs> yeah, that was funny Creek had us in a chokehold. <laughs> yeah, it did. Why was that? That it it's is just because we could relate. That was right before we got to high school, though, and we thought that's how high school would be. It's so funny how much we as black kids r- related to these white kids on TV. We didn't have a choice, really. Hmm. Wasn't that many black teenage shows that focused on teenagers? Yeah. Our shit is always connected to some kind of pain and shit. You can't just have normal niggas doing kid shit. I mean, I mean, no, 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 no. That's not necessarily true. Family Matters was out here. My brother and me was out here. Sister, sister. Um, smart guy. We we got a good amount of black shows, but still. Like that melodramatic, though? You know what I'm talking about? Like that dramatic ass, not trauma-based, but dramatic like teenage shit. Like Dawson's Creek wouldn't deal with no black on black crime and shit or white on white crime and shit. It was just about Pacey's dating this person and Dawson and uh, <laughs> what's her name? Are they, will they get together? Will they not get together? Yeah. Black shit be like, well, he's in a gang, dad. <laughs> True. Now, Sister Sister was, the later seasons of Sister Sister is probably as close as we'll get to like that. Teenage like mellow, era. yeah, that teenage melodrama shit. I actually prefer the later seasons of Sister Sister for that reason. Only thing I don't like is the theme song when it changed. You're like, I got my own mind. Oh. <laughs> this makes me fucking cringe. Do my own thing. And now that everybody sees how different we have come to be. <laughs> oh. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Who had the best intro song? I feel like we do this every couple of months, but we got to do new ones. We do. Okay. What's the category? The category is like the after school specials. Like, okay, we're going to go early 2000s era. Cousin Skeeter. Cousin Skeeter. That smart uh-huh. guy, the second smart guy theme song. What's the second one? I only remember smart. He's a smart guy. It's the one when they. It's the one when they changed the intro, 
and it was like they modernized like the hip hop. Yeah, like, it was like the two thousand like, like was it a record break? Yeah, let me see. It. I can't remember. I, I hope we get flagged for me using the smart guy second theme song. That would be so like us. <laughs> I don't know if Jason Weaver did it. I'm really trying to remember the melody off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Man. Okay. Oh, who else had a dope ass theme song? Um, what was the Eve theme song? Off Missy of, uh, did it. Off of fucking what was it? The Eve. E C W C U P N U P N Eve. Yeah, uh, Missy did the theme song for Eve. What was it though? I can't. Rem- I cannot recall it. I didn't like Eve as a show. It was not good. It was kind of corny. It like. Oh, what about the game? What was the game? No, nah, I didn't. That was that was like sports themed. Nah, fuck that. You remember right for a second, like they got rid of theme songs too. Yeah, they would just cut straight into. So I don't even know if the game after like the first couple. What were we looking for? Eve. She's the kind of chick who likes to look fly and pick up any guy with a slick rap. Oh, yeah. Him the eye, get the keys to the ride and live the single life, little teasing on the side. Hey, 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 if I was Eve, I'd be so upset. Be like, so you can just give me this dope ass fucking beat that I can't rap on. <laughs> okay, um, okay, okay. Who else? Show early two thousands. What was a popping show in the early two thousands? See, I had a problem because a lot of them didn't have theme songs. Like my wife and kids, I've been rewatching that a lot lately. Mm, no theme song. True. Um. Everybody. Yeah, uh, that's so yeah. dramatic. It wasn't popping, but it's very catchy. Did we we done one on one? Haven't we? Did we say one on one? Sometimes you feel all by yourself. Check one two. That that's, was a pretty dope song. It was. It wasn't a bad theme song, but I hate that show. <laughs> I love one on one. It was so like they, I just love Kyla Pratt. I'm a Kyla Pratt. Oh fan. no, I love Kyla Pratt, and Kyla Pratt will be. Uh, crush of mine to the day I fucking die. I had a crush on Arnez as well, but who didn't? I hate. That's why I hate that fucking show. I'm pretty sure it is. It's because they tried to make him like the god, because he was a light skinned nigga with light eyes. It ain't even that. It's he was the first Michael Ely. That is actually a very good comparison. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I think it's around the same era because Barbershop One. I do remember. Like women fell in love with Michael Ely in Barbershop One, and For then sure. when he was in the Eyes Watching God, that's when it was like over. 
that's when they were like, I remember my mom said something. That's when it was like, okay, c- calm down, fucking Patricia. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't like 101 because the character Arnez, they really tried to make it seem like, oh, he's different. He he plays guitar and he'll be these cheesy ass fucking shit. And this is when I'm in the middle of like listening to like Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Like, hey, fuck that nigga. Yeah, he was just a typical 2000s Lenny Kravitz ass nigga. That is injustice to Lenny Kravitz. I mean, that's who that's <laughs> that's who they were trying to make him. Like his style, his vibe, like they they were going after that just like boho black man vibe. That is that is what they were going for. But I I like Lenny Kravitz. I mean, same. This, like this is no shade to Lenny. Kravitz. I feel like I don't. No, I'm saying like I don't like the knockoff Lenny Kravitz. Okay, I feel and that was a a total thing for a while. It's still kind of a thing to be honest. Like you said, the boho, yeah, black man that it's different, mm-hmm. but they only like that shit if you like skin. <laughs> and like I've said before in this podcast, hate to say it, hope it don't sound ridiculous. I hate light skin people. Now, <laughs> here we go. Here Fuck we go. Light skin niggas. Hey, let's just get into it. Speaking of light skin niggas, wait a minute, we didn't finish our theme songs. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, t- early twenty. Early two thousand theme songs. Um, what shows were popping then? We said one on one two thousands. Uh, did, have we talked? I feel like we talked about the Proud Family theme song. Yeah, half and half. That show was kind of. Those, those UPNCW shows were very. Finding you, I'm finding me. <laughs> That's how. That's hilarious. That was, not, that was not a lit song. That's hilarious. <laughs> I feel weird because I I had a crush on both Essence Atkins and on Rachel True. Mm. I will have a crush on Rachel True for the rest of my life for two movies: The Craft and Half Baked. She is not a good actor in either of them, but she is cute as fuck. I can give you that. She kind of has the the whole bohemian black yeah. vibe. Yeah, she does for sure. That's like her typecast. I'm in love with Mary Jane. <laughs> um. Okay. What else did we watch in the 2000s? I'm trying to think. This is it. This is about ninety eight, ninety nine. But the the second Wayans Brothers theme, oh no, the third one, the one that was produced by Omar Epps, because people don't know this, Omar Epps be making beats. Did not know that, and he is also very close with Sean and Marlon. I'm about to look up the motherfucking theme song for the Hills, my nigga, because I feel like which can Hills is the sequel to Laguna Beach, right? Oh, that was fucking uh, Lizzie McGuire. Wait. Let the rain fall down. Let it wash away. Yeah, that is. That's Hillary Duff. Why did I say Lizzie McGuire? (laughs) (laughs) 
Because niggas always call somebody the person that they played. I, I feel you because Topanga for the rest of my life will be Topanga. Just like, um, what's his name will always be uh, Debo. Debo. Oh, uh, uh, Tiny Lister. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Also, before Debo, they his nickname used to be Zeus because oh, he's, wow. he was a wrestler also. Yeah, that's come clean by Hillary Duff. Well, what was, that was Laguna Beach. What was the hills? I didn't. I didn't like. I I think this is where our uh, our gender uh, socialization changes our opinion on something. Oh. I didn't watch Laguna Beach or the Hills. Natasha Bedingfield, unwritten. Nata- that was that's, a fucking hey, bop. That is a bop. That was a bop. Natasha Bedingfield is fucking <laughs> a legend. Standing in the blank space before you open up the dirty window. Let the sun illuminate the worst that you cannot find. Reaching for something in the distance. So close you can almost taste it. Release your inhibitions. Feel the rain on your skin. No one else gets it. <laughs> I will go off on some Natasha Bedingfield. Also, karaoke. who knew? Natasha Bedingfield got ass, bro. I've been new. I don't know where y'all been. Natasha Bedingfield and um, what's her name? Um, 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 fuck, Kylie Minogue. Booties. Yeah. I knew that one because she performed with. She was on uh. What's the Justin Timberlake song? Uh oh. Don't be the quaker. Walk away. They performed that once and then I was like, okay. Cause oh, yeah, she got a little bubble back there. Because when he said the thing, better have you naked by it, it's all he hit it. It was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't one of those. What was that? that video, like when uh, ASAP Rocky was dating Kendall Jenner. <laughs> And he grabbed her lower backside because I refuse to call that an ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that thing. That thing. Bounced back. Hey. Knew that ass was real when I hit it, bounced back. <laughs> I feel like we don't give enough credit to little booties. We, we don't. And little booties serve a, a good role in this society. And by yeah. little booty, I don't mean a flat ass. Yeah. I mean a little... Just like, a smaller peach. A cute little bubble. It's still round. <laughs> it's just smaller. It's got a shape. It's just not out here like knocking drinks off tables. Right. But still, it be poking. Yeah. It just be a little poke. And then if the right dress, you're like, okay, okay. Okay, Kelly. I see you. <laughs> That's what I feel like I got. I got a little poke. You're like, okay. All right. But... It's I'm, not flat, but it's not thanking either. You know what I'm saying? But it's you know right what? there in the middle. I think that's actually what most people like. I, I feel like it fits my frame. That's that's what I feel. A lot of people like a big ass, but they don't want to be with somebody with a big ass. Hmm. If that makes sense. Really? I don't know about that. <laughs> I've heard dudes talk about it. It's, it's, it's definitely a thing. Is it? Yeah. Is bit. it just like an insecurity thing because they don't want other niggas looking at the ass? Or is that and people feel ashamed? They of, don't know how to handle the ass. 
Why you always got to go against? <laughs> what I'm just, listen. Is it because they can't work that shit? <laughs> a lot of niggas out here that be talking a big game. All niggas talk a big game. That's why I undersell, over deliver. My nigga. <laughs> Keys to the streets. Um, but yeah, I've heard guys say that it's because they're ashamed to like bring that around their mom. Like, okay, so I know why you with her. Mm. I've heard people say that. Not one of those people. I don't care. But I think little booties matter too. I agree. Little booties matter. Little booties absolutely matter. Because it's not like a good surprise booty. Be like, damn, she got yams right, right there. Like, <laughs> she little, but she thick too. I know. It's like, okay, slim thick. <laughs> It's giving. <laughs> who is who is a like an actual slim thick person? Like with they got Andrea. a little, Yes, she's the stereotype. Like if you were building a slim thick person, that's that's what you would go for. But I'm trying to think. It's got to be somebody else. Be like, who's got surprise yams? They ain't even got to be like big ass yams. It can be. You know, everybody that. was shook at Jessica Beals for a minute. Jessica, when we found out Jessica Beals had a booty, and I remember that exact moment. We it never was, let it go. It was I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry when she takes off the jeans and then she moves and that thing moved. Niggas was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> um, Eva Mendez also. Eva Mendez in, does have uh, a hitch. Yeah, yeah, cute little booty. Even um, Longoria also true. That is a petite, nicely shaped woman. Agreed. Uh, people used to say Cameron Diaz had an ass, but you know, for the time, for what white women were working with that they were showing, she had. I, I feel like Cameron Diaz still got a stereotypical white woman's body. She's actually white Hispanic, too. Okay, that's where that Diaz comes from. Yeah. She she's Colombian. Also, is more like um, she has more of like an athletic build, almost like almost like a swimmer's body. Like she's yeah. not she's not particularly curvy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But she is very tight and just like fit, almost like Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton has a swimmer. Paris body Paris Hilton is just thin. She don't really have like a whole lot of muscle tone. But like she has a this is gonna sound. She has a, a torso. She that, has a long uh, torso. That especially for like the the low rise jean movement. Yeah. It was tailored to like a body like hers. Low rise jeans are definitely made for thinner people because you don't have to worry about the awkward muffin top that people try to exactly. avoid. But I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that Paris Hilton had an athletic build. She was just thin as fuck. Yeah. Like she didn't she didn't have a whole lot of muscle tone. Whatever tone she did have was only because her body fat percentage is just low as hell. But it wasn't like... I gotta, I gotta look at She doesn't have a deliberately, like, athletic built body. She's just thin as hell. Like, period. I gotta look at Cameron. My Google's be full of weird shit. Cameron Diaz ass. <laughs> yeah, she, she got a typical white woman booty, if you ask me. No, no. Cameron Diaz? No, I'm saying no. I'm looking at the picture. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's 
It's it's giving copper tone. <laughs> you are a fucking legend. You are a fucking legend. It's giving copper tone. Okay, I can see the little pokage right here. A little pokage up there. It helps that her, she's stretching. <laughs> that is definitely the angle of the pose. That has nothing to do with the way her I'm booty just, sits naturally. Anybody could poke their booty out like that from the side. For her frame, it's, it's there. It's just not. They were acting like she was Beyonce out here. Nah. Like Trina. Like a big booty ass black diva. <laughs> like a stripper. <laughs> up and up down, down like Flipper. <laughs> <laughs> that was too perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> who else got a surprise booty? I mean, every black person's favorite white woman, Topanga. That's not a surprise, I don't think. No, but like when we were kids, that was the first one. Was like, okay, Topanga. Michelle Obama had a surprise booty. Michelle Obama just had a surprise body. That body is banging. <laughs> That's a 50-year-old something body, too. That thing, fine. Some women are, are aging and getting finer. Sierra, about it. Sierra, every time I see her, I'm like, God damn. Kelly Rowland? Ashanti? Oh, Ashanti gets finer by the day. I just don't like when they be like... Uh, Lashante? She, That's my bae. He always overhyped. You know what it is? I don't like. <laughs> you don't like light skins. Like you really don't like the light skins. I don't. But what did not... they do to you? They didn't choose the thug life. It's just it every... chose them. Everybody always overhyped light skins growing up. I don't hype her because she's light skin. No, I'm not talking. No, I was. Ex- I love I... Lashante. When I first started loving you Lashante, let me. <laughs> It was because of her like style. Like she had a dope ass, like tomboy, cute style. The reason I don't like Lashante Tay Heckert is because I don't like the whole blazing type shit. She can't help that she blazing. <laughs> I didn't say it's something wrong with it. I'm just saying I remember like when I was heavy reading like Double XL and like King, she was always in there. Mm. So it's kind of like one of those things where it was just like, yeah. She, I mean, yeah, Blasians were definitely uh, fetishized, overly oh, fetishized are. for a while. Are eh, not as much as they were. Not as much as they were, but they, it's still, it's still a whole bunch of niggas in the dark being like, oh, I'm looking for a Blasian. Well, Janae Aiko is the new reason for that. Yeah, but I don't. But see, the thing about the Blasian thing though is like. <laughs> Most Blasians or a lot of Blasians I see have to make sure that you know that they're Blasian. Yeah. But I never felt that vibe from. It's all, I mean, it also might be one of those things to where, for me, I've learned this. I don't like. Sometimes the original. I don't like the copycat versions of the original. Therefore, I start to hate the original. If that makes sense. I get it. I like Lenny Kravitz. So I didn't like the fake Arnez shit that they were doing trying to make him like a Lenny Kravitz. Mm -hmm. So I started to hate Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) 
it's a it's a it's a weird quirk about me that I'm starting to realize about myself. <laughs> only exists because racism exists but it's still just mind-blowing to me how much people don't want to be black while also wanting to be black like it still just blows my mind some people look at it almost like an excursion from whiteness Mm -hmm. it's like oh i'm gonna drop the g on my word even when it's not necessary or some of this other shit that they see black people doing without understanding it. This is the same type of people that wear do-rags and don't understand why we wear fucking do-rags. And it's like, please. That's why when I saw, um, who was it? Virgil Abloh who did the off-white design for Louis Vuitton with the cap and the do-rag on it attached. I was like, man, this is just going to give vulture vibes. We got, we really need to talk about gatekeeping a little bit more. Like I, we've talked about it before, but I feel like it's a lot of shit that we have like really loosened the gates on that. We need to like pull back in a little bit. Like what? I like to troll sometimes. Um, just uh, I can't even like. I've seen people in recent uh, music. Mo- I've seen people in recent months talk about uh, HBCUs and uh, historical black frats and sororities. I talked about that a long time ago when what that like white AKA was crossing and people were talking about, you know, going crazy over Sam Whiteout. Yeah. And I was just like, how do we keep things for ourselves if we keep letting everybody else into spaces that they wouldn't let into, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we extend so much more of an olive branch than other people extend to us. Yeah. And it's like, it's dangerous sometimes because every now and again, when you extend that olive branch, you're going to run into somebody who is trying to use it as something that isn't authentic or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but like for that argument, I feel a little different though, because I've also seen a lot of people who didn't experience HBCU culture try to be like, Oh, this is us. Is it, is it us or is it us? Like, where does the gatekeeping stop? If that makes sense. Like, as I've seen people be like, oh, we're honorary HBCU. Like, no, the fuck you I would never say that I'm honorary HBCU, but I do feel a way when I see white people cross in black frats. I don't. I do. But but also because at black, at black schools, I wasn't part of Greek life. So I have no attachment to Greek life. And neither was I. But, but but that's not the only thing though. That's just one of uh, like a major example. But like like that's the dip. Like um, I've seen where people say that like, and not I'm not saying this is everybody. I've seen people say that in African countries they don't have a connection to being black, as in in America they have it's a a thing to be black. 
That's because, because in Africa, it's mostly black. The community is black. So like with frat culture and stuff, I don't have a connection to that because I'm not part of that, even though I've seen it. I, I have people in my family in it and stuff. It's not even so much about me having a connection as to why I have the uh, reaction that I have. It's just really me feeling like, like how can we truly make spaces and corners for ourselves if we keep letting other people in all the time? Like we, like I said, like we continuously let more people into our spaces than we are let into theirs. But that's because we strive to be better. That's part of us striving to be better or striving to be a part, be inclusive. We, we, we as a community want to be inclusive. You can make the argument to our detriment at times. Yeah. But getting to the root of that inclusivity, we do that though. I feel like, Almost indoctrination and assimilation. Like, I feel like a lot of that comes out of just trying to still be welcomed with open arms. Like, if we let these people in, then, you know, people will finally see, oh, you know, black people do this and black people are okay with this, that, and the third. Like, it's still just like an acceptance thing, I feel like, from society the reason that we do a lot of the things that we do for other cultures coming into spaces that we create solely for ourselves. Like I, this is a historically black college and these are historically black frats and we're letting others into it. Cool. Inclusivity. But at the same time, like what is the root of that? I also, the other thing is it's not like you're giving unlimited power to those people. They are still tokens. And as black people, there are tokens in white sororities and fraternities. Sure. And definitely in predominantly white schools. Sure. We, as black people who have grown up in white schools, know they ain't changing shit at these white schools. Right. At the same time, I I, I understand gatekeeping. But also gatekeeping also is they're not, as ugly as it's going to sound, they are not going to put enough white people in to change the idea that this is still a black fraternity, this is a black sorority, this is a HBCU. As many white people as they let in are not going to be enough to change any of that. But still, though, what is really the point? Because I do think that there's a certain level. I, I'm going to look at it different because my best friend was a white person who graduated from HBCU. Mm-hmm. And he learned certain things by going to a black college that he wouldn't have understood if he had just went to the white schools that he had grown up in. Right. So that I saw a literal change with one person. And for the most part, he was welcomed at school. Also, he didn't try to do certain things that some of these other people would do. Mm-hmm. He was respectful of culture. So I'm going to look at it a little different. But it's also one of those things to where when I was at Graham, when it was... Oh, it was a white Kappa. There was white Zetas. I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, I, I have the same experiences as you do. I just still don't understand why it's necessary for us to keep extending our corners of the world. I, I'm not to saying everybody. I don't think it's necessary, but I think if, if you want to, 
if you want to join something and you want to be down and you're respectful of the culture, first and foremost, if you want to experience things to a certain level, I have no issue with that. Now, if you come in trying to change things and trying to tell people what to do, that is a different level to me. Well, my thing is you're already here as a white person at this HBCU. But then you can also become a true ally and use your whiteness to counteract some of the white supremacy in your family, in your social groups, and the places that black people will not be allowed. But do you have to do that by joining a historically black frat? No, but I think there's a value in learning how other people live and being able to apply that to your life and change the outside world. That's that's what the hope is, to me, at least. And if you're coming in from a learning standpoint, I'm not going to knock it for you. But how do you gauge, though? You can't gauge it. People's intentions. You can't gauge it, but, I mean, what what are we going to do? Just say no white people can be allowed? Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) what the fuck I mean when I say gatekeep. But that's, no, that can't be true gatekeeping. Why not? Because we can't do that. Because that's what people did to us. We can't do that. Why not? <laughs> Why you, the fuck not? Because it's not right. It wasn't there's, right. I just feel like there's so many other spaces in the world for white people to fucking be. And most times they will be in those spaces. But if they feel like they want to come into black spaces and learn, we can't just be like, no, you white. You can't be in this shit. This is a black ass fucking podcast. We're going to be like, what, white people can't listen to this shit? This is completely different, though. Why? It's a black space. This is different. This is not the same. Why? It's just not. Why? Give me a minute to articulate it, and I will, but this is not the same. Because to me, it's two black people in this podcast. We talk about black issues. We talk about issues of growing up in white spaces and wanting to make a space for ourselves. Okay, let me explain where it's not the same. So... With this particular thing, having a white person attend an HBCU and then possibly potentially join a frater sorority, you're basically giving them the opportunity to have um, a black experience or... No, it's not a black experience. They're white. <laughs> they're experiencing... It's a historically black college but for they're a ex- reason, though. But they're experiencing black culture from white space. When we invite people on... It's not for them to give any account of our experiences. Exactly. Because we're still in control of the podcast. At HBCUs, black people are still in control. So we're not giving them any power to have any say-so. It's still a black space. It's just a white person in a black space. That doesn't negate the 99% blackness in the room. Yeah, but what is the reason? White, white people exist. That's the reason. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. White, white people are everywhere. We live in a majority white country. But see, I just feel I, I just I just feel like when you just specifically create spaces. But those spaces were made out of necessity. They weren't made because white people wanted to go to black schools black people didn't have a choice but to make these spaces necessity but for the advancement of hbcus to continue white people will have to be allowed in those spaces in all of them though and at the same capacity 
is, I can't remember the number, but it's only like 10% of all H, all schools are HBCUs. And I don't even know if that's an accurate number, but it's a, a small number. At every HBCU, there are white, Hispanic, Asian, every other race. I get that. So, out of necessity, you're going to have to have non-black people in those. Also, black people choose not to go to HBCUs. True. And they choose to go to white spaces. I just feel like it's different. Um, And the reason why I feel like it's different is because of oppression. And I feel like but there, for the longest, we didn't get to have a choice to ex- do a whole lot of shit. Exactly. And so if we decide that we want to do some other shit, it's different than. But out of necessity, you have to have white people at, at colleges and universities. I don't understand what the necessity is. I'm sorry. Not an not a not a historical historical black ones. I just don't. Not all your professors are black at HBCU. I mean that's true, but what I'm saying is just when it comes to like these deep rooted cultural things like frats and things like Okay, here's an example. There are not a lot of black people that play baseball to the level that they used to. Right. Every swag school has a black I mean, has a a baseball team. Right. You know who the majority of those people on the baseball team are? Hispanic and white people. Mm -hmm. To keep those sports alive is a necessity to have people who play those sports. Bowling team. It's only a a woman's sport at SWAC schools. Bowling team. Majority time, majority white. Yeah, there's just a lot of things in my head that I can't articulate. Like HBCUs were created because obviously black people were not allowed to attend school. Segregation, whatever. That's that's the long story short. Right. The sport shit, that's not necessary. For money, it is. Funding, it is. HBCUs are underfunded. A lot of the money that is made from HBCUs is through athletics. Mm-hmm. So it is a necessity. That literally keeps the university going. Is baseball money really keeping a lot of shit? If you're going good, on? yeah. Yeah, but okay. One of those people, people get drafted in baseball all the time, right? You now have a, a wealthy benefactor mm-hmm. that went to your school. Got it. Which is what a lot of schools thrive on. But I have, alumni runs everything. Got it. That was actually really good. Yeah. I still feel the way I feel, though. I do, too. It's I fun. mean, I get where you're coming from, but... Yeah. It is what it is. We're yeah. not always going to agree. Um, I'm just tired of white people in our <laughs> shit, basically. Oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't get me wrong. I'm I, not, just, I just personally do not feel like it's a necessity. But eh, it is what it is, man. It's not going to be enough of them to change anything. <sighs> That kind of mindset, I feel like, can be where some some slippery shit can happen. Enough niggas don't fuck with white people to where it's not going to happen. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that slippery slope shit is built in fear, though. 
to me. <laughs> oh, we pod pod. <laughs> like, yeah. It's I don't know. Like to, 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 I, for me, is is just I feel like white people have always had power and advantage and and dominance, and so when. I don't give a fuck. I'm not, I don't even care. I'm not, say, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying it's funny. Um, we never, you know, if you have that mindset of, well, there's never going to be enough for them to change anything or there's never going to be enough for them to overthrow or take over or yada, yada, yada. But if you keep having that mindset, of that, that's that comfortability. Like you get too comfortable like that and then what, next thing you know, you got... You're divine nine, and half of them are white. But this is the part of it. I don't think you're getting what I'm saying. The next semester, seventy five percent of them are white. You know now. Now the divine nine is just a whole different thing. I get what you're saying within a vacuum, but the idea. All right, most HBCUs are public universities. Mm -hmm. They are state run schools. The board of trustees don't be looking like me and you. Right. White people are already in positions of power within HBCUs. I get that. That cake has been baked. But. And I'm saying that should just be changed. But all right. So. All right. So. <laughs> but this is this is the dilemma I have. It's not even like with you. I'm, I'm, I really mean this because I'd I be wondering. Like. Where was all of this energy. When people were shitting on HBCUs a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. When people were like, they don't have a real experience of what life is like outside of HBCU acting like it's fucking Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And there's no fucking white people there. Mm-hmm. Racism exists there too. It's just that there is a comfortability and there is an environment that breeds um, motivation and success. But we don't, like, so, like, people like me, we remember niggas hating on the shit. All this newfound blackness was is newfound for a lot of niggas. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm going to look at it from a different, like, I had gone through my radicalization phase when I was younger. I done grown out of some of that shit out of necessity. Because you realize that it's going to be white people in black spaces. True. Even if it's white spaces without black people, I I honestly feel like that hurts those white spaces. I feel like diversity is important. Now, it doesn't have to be the driving force with it in the machine, but I believe diversity is important. Who's going to jail tonight? <laughs> <laughs> what? So, Kanye finally dropped Donda. Uh, yeah. As everybody knows, I'm a huge Kanye stan. And, uh, of course, I listened. Um, entirely too long for me. I had a couple of songs I re- really liked, though. Track listening. My favorite song of all time, maybe, might be Believe What I Say. 
Because there's a Lauren Hill sample and that bass line is fucking sick. I put on uh, IG, I wish I could live in this song. <laughs> um, Hurricane with uh, The Weeknd and uh, Little Baby was good. Off the Grill with Playboy Cardi's good. Uh, the other song with Playboy Cardi's good. It's it's just, I mean, 27 songs is too much. But today, uh, the light-skinned bandit, <laughs> Draco. Drizzy. Drizzy announced that this Friday, Certified Lover Boy is coming out. Drake is coming. Drake is coming, ladies and gentlemen. And he is going to cut Kanye's throat off. Because this, this album is going to fucking go crazy. And Kanye going to be in his fucking feelings. And it's going to be hilarious. I say that as a Kanye fan. It's just going to be funny. Because Kanye knows he can't compete against Drake. It's fucking hilarious that it gets on his nerves that much. What is the beef? Did it start when he made that fucking checks over strikes? Did oh, no. he really fuck Kim K? Like, what? I just really want to get to it's the bottom of it. It's a whole bunch of shit that we'll what never understand. I'm wh- sick of these celebrity beefs that we don't know all the details about that we just got to keep guessing about why these niggas is so mad at each other. I mean, it's, I mean, the stuff we do know down the line, Kanye pretty much tried to sabotage Best I Ever Had by making one of the worst videos I've ever seen. For Drake's uh, video for Best I Ever Had. I didn't see that. He directed the, the one with the basketball team. With the girls. It's an awful video. And this is like when Drake was rising. Also, Kanye wrote uh, Better Find Your Love. Which is an awful song. Oh, well. <laughs> um, Drake had asked Kanye for uh, beats and Kanye sent him the beat to uh, what's the name of the song? Lift Yourself and then Kanye released it before Drake could release his version of it and just on the track goes scoopy dee poop mm-hmm. poop the scoop the poop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that beat was nasty and he wasted it just to sabotage Drake then Drake made a song about doing a drive-by on Kanye. <laughs> it's just getting out of hand, boys. Let's reel it in a little bit. Then what else happened? Drake put out that diss on Trippy Red's album. I mean, Trippy Red's song a couple weeks ago against Kanye. Then Kanye uh, group chatted Drake and added Pusha T into it. That's when Drake put out that video where he's just laughing. (laughs) Drake announced this uh, certified lover boy was coming out. And Kanye automatically started pushing up his fucking album. Kanye has made it known that Drake is in his prime right now. And that's his biggest competition. Right. That episode of 
Joe Bud podcast where he was like, what if Drake killed Kanye? Oh my God. I just had to get that out the way. I, I find uh, the Drake and Kanye saga hilarious because Kanye is so disturbed by Drake. It was like, it's because it's his successor. Yeah. Kanye paved the way for Drake, and Drake blew that motherfucker out the window. But Kanye, like, he's been lacking because of that. I think my boy just lost his confidence. Kanye has his whole Yeezy franchise going. He's a fucking billionaire. He's got his Sunday service thing going. He's got pretty ass kids. He's got good going. But he ain't got pretty the, ass kids. He ain't got the streets hot like Drake. Apparently, he's still fucking around with Kim. Yeah, whatever they're doing, it's toxic. Whatever they're doing is toxic. Oh, that's that's big toxic. I don't vibes. even need to know the details. <laughs> I just know that it's toxic. When I was watching that live thing, and then she came out in the wedding dress, I was like, I know this nigga ain't back with this bitch. It's like when your friend is back with uh after you the dogged out uh the girl, and then your friend is back. Talking to the hey, girl. Now you got to act like you don't know nothing about none of the bullshit that he done told you about. <laughs> <laughs> Read me, sis. Like, no, nigga. You just like, guess said. Who I, guess who I've been talking to? <laughs> you just said. I don't like the way that when I tell you stuff, you're like, I believe it. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm I'm just not the friend that's gonna lie to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Would I be a friend if I lied to you? Yes, lie to me. No, this way. No. You're my best friend for a reason. But you be reading the fuck out of me. And that shit is hilarious. I mean it's needed. But <laughs> same. It's reciprocated. It's very it's, much reciprocated. This is very much reciprocated. Why? <laughs> That's what that's my go to. Why? <laughs> like I, I don't know why. <laughs> you gotta read your best friend every now and then. Niggas be tripping. <laughs> For sure. You just be like, yo, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> I'd be like, mm. so Kanye, Kanye just popped back up with Kim. It's like, nigga, why? <laughs> Right, like, what is going on, sir? What I mean, he was he here? was cheesing all happy. I was like, oh, this big this nigga back with his toxic ex. They ain't never breaking up. I mean, they got four cheering together. I knew they were gonna get back together, but god damn it, Kanye got in here, started dating, and realized what we all as single people have realized that dating is fucking <laughs> okay. trash. And absolute he was, garbage. And he was like, you know what? Let me go back to the crazy I know. Yep, we all been there. <laughs> he said, "Fuck all this new shit." He said, these bitches crazy. I'm just going to go make it better with the shit that I know. <laughs> right. And why not? Bound to fall in love. <laughs> bound to. Ba 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 bound to fall. Yeah, she came out of that wedding dress. I was like, oh, I know this nigga. I know they ain't who I think it is. Like, I know they ain't who I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what a time. That nigga Kanye. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, Kanye in a toxic ass relationship. Who would have thought? Beefing with a light skinned nigga. (laughs) 
Your kids are light skinned niggas. Drake is a different level of light skin. You know it's weird watching videos and old. He said he light skin, but he's still the a dark, dark nigga. nigga. That's the most light skin shit I've ever fucking heard in my fucking life. What the fuck does that mean? It's giving me vibes. Big. <laughs> it's like I'm dark as Idris. Who? What, sir? Hey, you know we need to put on a t-shirt. <laughs> you peanut butter as fuck. <laughs> thing I've ever heard <laughs> in real time. You went without a miss. You peanut butter as fuck. I am terrible. He was like like a roasted peanut butter right now. Raw. Like like skippy. Raw. Unfiltered, my nigga. Oh man. I'm funny. You are. I hope the people realize that. You're very funny. If they realize nothing else about me, I hope that they fucking laugh at me. <laughs> um, but yeah, that nigga Drake is fucking wild, bro. Anyway, what were we talking about before that? We're talking about the Drisky thing. We um, hey we hey we freestyling this shit for sure. Um, I'm wondering if I want to talk about that. Uh, the I'm dominant dude, but I would be feeling like giving these niggas like each week. It's a new incel villain that comes up. <laughs> I absolutely already have that video saved. And screen recorded in my fucking phone. Do it. Bad bitches are single today. It's simple. Feminism. Or men do not bring the peace that they think they do. Wait, we, we gotta play the full thing. Come no on. woman. Black, find. white, plus size, skinny, athletic, no woman. I gotta type in wants uh, to. OG. Heartbreaking. <laughs> Heartbreak Nino. Yeah, they have been reading the fuck out of that nigga. And it's funny. I like I like to see that he thought he was gonna get all these dudes on his side and niggas are the main ones. He looked like a fuck boy. Like, I don't know. It's I don't it's the way he hold his mouth. It's just He's like a wannabe fuck boy. He don't look like a like he actually got sauce and he just like got bitches on his team. It's like he a nigga that ain't got no sauce. Something that he just ooh, I don't know, man. I can't I can't put my finger on it, but I could just spot it. Everybody also was talking about how he's short. And I, I don't hey, like the You ain't a queen. Get, you ain't never gonna be my queen because you ain't my Hold on, let me start it over. <laughs> you ain't a queen. You ain't never gonna be my queen because you ain't my mother. Oh bro, did you fall in love? Uh, where's the original? Uh, Feminism. Feminism taught you one that you a queen. You God's gift to this earth. OG, OG, OG. Normally they like let you know. Oh, which I one got it. OG. I'm gonna send it to you. 
or that's how I, I first saw it. The girl just tweeted, "This is scary as fuck." Even beautiful women, bad bitches, are single today. It's simple. Feminism. Feminism taught you one that you a queen. You God's gift to this earth. You the prize. No, the fuck you ain't. No, you ain't. You ain't a queen. You ain't never gonna be my queen because you ain't my mother. You don't love me unconditionally. You love me under conditions. And the problem is that I'm a man. I'm a leader. I'm the toxic asshole guy. The tool, right? Because when we go out, right? You expect me to take care of you, right? When we go out, I pay for it. You good. We go to the store. Hey, hey, get some shoes. You good. I got you. But when I tell you to do something, do it. That's the problem. Don't expect me to chase you and beg you and get on my knees, bro. I'm not submissive. I'm dominant. And then what happens is, I don't want to be with that. He's he's toxic. He's bad. Your friends tell you he's a bad guy, right? Then you go be with the nice guy and you end up cheating on him or leaving him because he's weak. He don't make you feel nothing. He don't, he don't blow the back. That's the problem. You're the problem. You're delusional. Why is that even beautiful? It's the fact that he walked away like he really says. Oh, yeah. Shit. He was like, oh, yeah. This nigga spitting. Who's that nigga? Me. Let me, let me go back to the dude that I saw that responded. Bad bitches are single today. It's simple. Feminism. Or men do not bring the peace that they think they do. No woman. Black, white, plus size, skinny, athletic. No woman wants to have to raise a third child or a first child or a second child in the form of her boyfriend or her husband or her baby daddy. Don't a woman want to fucking do with that shit? And when did getting a man in a life become the status symbol you dumb motherfuckers think it is? While y'all walking around wondering why women ain't trying to get with you, women are out there living their fucking lives. Their careers are popping. Their kids are growing up and being great. They're making their own money. They're living their fucking truths. Meanwhile, you lame motherfuckers are blaming everything except y'all shitty ass fucking attitudes and the fact that y'all don't know what a man is for the reason these women don't want you. Maybe it's because men fucking suck. Why is it? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that dude is clearly just, yeah, we've said it before. He's just clearly not getting any ass. Why do we always say that? <laughs> Cause why else would you be so upset? Because he's fucking. It's so many women. He's to, weird. To the point that you generalize all these women, including bad bitches who have done nothing to you. Yeah, but I'm saying it's still like that feeds into like those type niggas, which I don't think we should spare their feelings because fuck them, they're fucking losers. Those type of incel ass niggas be like, see, see. It's not that. The reason he's fucking weird is because he's fucking weird. <laughs> No, he's not weird because he's not getting ass. He's not getting ass because he's weird. Exactly. And because of that, he's trying to justify by like preaching and trying to get people on his side and under his wing. Specifically trying to preach to men when right. anybody that tells you, you're not my queen, you're not my mother. You're not a prize to me. You're giving off a... Unresolved mommy issue vibes. Very much. That is what I saw. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I know what this is. You're not my queen. You're not my mother. But then also... I'm not going to submit. You want to daddy me. Because if you buy me these certain things, now I got to do what you tell me to do. Right. And, uh... Yeah. That's not... He's so fucked up. Like, that's somebody, like... 
and now I do agree with this, like women run from that type of man. Mm-hmm. By all means, do not stick around for that type of man. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to get better. Get the fuck away. He is hurt and he will hurt you. Hurt as fuck. But what I will say is <sighs> men have to start being like, nah, bro, you tripping. Now nah, I'm starting to see that now. So we're just like, no, it's not that. Mm-hmm. It's not that's not the reason why women women don't uh uh the whole nice guy thing is so fucking weird. What you mean? Like we're like self-described dominant or alpha males I always say some bullshit like they always equate like quote unquote being a nice guy or being a quote beta male as being like submissive to women mm-hmm. when you can make the argument that it's not that because for one there's no such thing as an alpha male in nature they've shown that there's no such one alpha in a pack of wolves that's not how wolves act hmm like trying to play, put nature within the restraints of humanity is not necessarily accurate. Mm-hmm. And you will, why are we trying to compare ourselves to animals? Why? Are we always trying to do that. Because we just think that like some scientific shit is just supposed to be overarching for everything in life. And it's not even well thought out scientific shit. It's just people just saying things, uh, that sounds smart. Mm-hmm. Now that nigga clearly didn't sound smart, but I've noticed a lot of people like lately, if they say a certain, uh, like a, a couple of big words, people are, Oh, he's smart. I like, no, he used it completely wrong. What do you like? Did he even say any big words? No, but like, it's just like the messaging messaging is like lost on people now. Yeah. And people try to like make all these things. I see it a lot when people try to uh, say that, uh, homosexuality is not in nature, which is not true. Not true at all. And they always are like, oh, you'll never see animals made it together. Like, yeah, you do. You're just fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like that, like uh, the I'm dominant guy. Uh, he's, for one, they were reading the fuck out of him for like the curtains. That was a shower curtain on his wall. I was going to say, I was going to say, I know this nigga ain't going to give no motherfucking advice or try to to gather some motherfucking troops when he ain't even got no real curtains on his goddamn, in his living room. It looked like he got sheets on the wall. Now, I'm a savage ass nigga, but I got curtains in my goddamn house. <laughs> like it's like, Because if you could buy sheets for your bed, you could buy curtains for your windows. Yes. Period. Curtains are not some like outrageous expense no they literally sell them at dollar general fucking tj maxx marshalls you can get all that reseller shit good quality for 12.99 that's women's shit that's what he need a woman for (laughs) (laughs) you think i'm gonna go to tj maxx i give you money for and then you know what i don't like about these quote-unquote dominant ass fucking niggas they they swear they out here being a high value man making six figures and it's like nigga I know you can't be making money you don't that have too. curtains <laughs> you curtains. over here you over here talking about you dominate but what the fuck are you dominating exactly you're like talking into a video what are you dominating nothing who are you dominant over 
Who is allowing you to be dominant over them? Weak people. And until they realize that he is also weak. And then they leave him behind. But he thinks it's because he's dominant and not a fucking weirdo <sighs> yelling in a fucking uh, phone it's in a room with no curtains. He walked away from the phone when he got done. Like, like, it was equivalent to a mic drop. Like, he really said some shit. And it's like, no, nigga. I, I started looking through his other videos and stuff. Terrible. And that, that nigga. Delusional. He had another one. I'm going to send it to you because your phone's already hooked up. No, it's not. I just unhooked it, but I'll hook it back. <laughs> my, my phone's about to die. Now, I'm gonna, after you see it, I want you to see if you could pick out what I could pick out. Guess who's going to jail tonight? <laughs> Lord, have mercy. With somebody else, it's not your kid, but if you're a real man, you'll provide and take care of us. You'll accept me for who I am. If I done did everybody on the block, you should still love me. Because I'm a high-value woman. I'm a bad bee. Oh, Why did they I, never I have batteries for their smoke detectors? Right? Can you at least, you know, cook and clean for me? Look at his feeling. You can cook and clean for yourself. Ain't you mean? I mean, you want me to provide and take care of you because you're a man. That's your job. He looks like he's living in somebody's basement. Take care of the family. His mama. Do what I tell you to do. Give a big you're a slave. <laughs> you narcissist. You abusive man. What's wrong with man? With somebody else, it's not your kid. But the name of that video is man, "Women Want Equality." Equality, not equality. Did equality? Block. You should still love me. Lord, I know that. Because I'm up in the TikTok woman. comments. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. I'm a bad bee. Oh, he's I, so I lame. So it's almost mental. It's a mental thing. Like, now here's the other knock I had against people reading him. He's clearly short as fuck. What you mean? I, mean, I don't I don't like that whole like, oh, if I do this and I do this, you need to do what I say. It's just like you're not even asking for compromise. You're just asking to basically be a fucking like slave owner. Oh, if I do this and I do this, can you at least do what I tell you, not do what I ask you or 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 can you pitch in on this or can you help me with this? It's always do what I say. That's from insecure ass niggas. I feel like compromise is what's important. I do feel like, uh, but also, I mean, at the same time, whatever situation you're looking for, there is somebody out there for you. There is somebody that is like, okay, blase, blase, I do this, you do that. You can't be mad if somebody don't want to be in that shit. He's mad that more women, he don't have a bigger pool of women he can mm. do this bullshit with. Mm-hmm. They ain't how a real dominant person moves. Mm-hmm. Dom, uh, actual secure dominant person ain't going to care about that shit. You are mad you can't find women to do the shit you want to do. That's not dominant. What a loser. Speaking of losers, we got to go equal opportunity because it's just only right Because there's a lot of loser women out here, too. Today on Twitter, there was a woman Mm -mm. (laughs) who uh, posted a screenshot of of a man she had asked some things for. Mm -mm. I feel like this is the type of woman that that guy was trying to talk about, but this is not what this is not what most women actually be like either. 
This is like that Twitter shit. Where is it? I think she deleted the tweet. After she said she wasn't going to delete. Damn. Luckily, I screenshotted it. That's why you always got to screenshot, ladies and gentlemen. So this woman posted... I asked this nigga for some money. He started to tell me all the bills he needed to pay. Baby, I don't give a fuck. And now you blocked. It's niggas who will send me $500 and more. No questions asked. Are you telling me about some bills because I asked for $100, baby? Get the fuck on. I just wanted my money back for some groceries. So she screenshotted the shot. So it starts with the guy being like, laugh my ass off. I don't care. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know, babe. I got some other stuff to take care of. Rent, car note, phone bill, and oh, a few more debts. But it has, but if I have some extra money, I got you, babe. I feel bad not having it. And the bad thing is I get paid every two weeks. She said, interesting. He said, laugh out loud. What you mean? Crying emoji. And she said, I don't want it no more. He said, why not? Because I just don't laugh out loud. And so, of course, next morning, good morning, beautiful. <laughs> Triggering. <laughs> How did you sleep? <laughs> and so she just continued to read this dude. And talk about all these broke niggas and all this other stuff and how she don't want to hear from no broke niggas. And then so people start being snoops and sleuths. <laughs> As people on Twitter are. Right. They didn't hire them niggas for the FBI. They'll find everybody. I swear to God. So they pulled up one video she had put, it, put up and it was her trying to look cute in the bathroom and people realized in her shower caddy she had Ajax dishwashing soap. Not the not the not the cleaner. Not no, the, not the not the cleaner. You're not like we all use Ajax. Ajax is a black brand. We stand by. It's a name brand. It's like used, Pepsi. She used fucking dishwashing liquid. That blue shit. Somebody said you using that blue shit on your coochie pop, and that is the funniest thing I've seen all day. Oh shit, not coochie pop. Blue stuff on the coochie pop. But yeah, why you say uh you don't know if that's the same type of woman that this guy was describing? He thinks that's what women want. They just want money. They don't want companionship or partnership. They want somebody to give them money and things. I mean, there are definitely women out here who are just strictly just trying to find a nigga that would just Pour all of his pennies. Them, them ain't bitches for you, nigga. <laughs> you playing a losing game? You looking for that shit? I mean, and I feel like that's another like social media raised ideology. Now it's just like, oh, if you're trying to be a real bad bitch, you got to find a nigga that's just got unlimited funds to be able to give you. For whatever reason. And it's just like, how many niggas are you actually going to find that's just going to always be giving you hundreds of dollars throughout the week? Especially because people be trying to apply that to not not niggas making money the legal way. They be trying to do that with these niggas making stuff on the not legal way. Mm -hmm. Not even just drugs, but scammers and stuff. Mm -hmm. That fast money don't go nowhere. That ain't no long-term investment. 
So if you out here looking for fast money, you're going to crap out quick. Easy. But it's just like, uh, it's just like all these, uh, it's like women, I mean, men tell women all the time, find people that are attracted to you. <laughs> find people that like you. <laughs> Pretty much. If you ain't got the money for a woman, to, for those type of women to like you, find you somebody that do. <laughs> Y'all dating people that don't like you. <laughs> like all these niggas been telling these women, uh, y'all need to date people that like you. Find a woman that likes your pocketbook. If you think that's what <laughs> Because, I mean, truly and honestly, if a woman likes you enough, she don't give a damn or won't give too much of a damn about your finances. It's, it's a lot of women out here. Who be falling for niggas with no money? Oh yeah, it's tons of broke ass niggas that got tons of women. They're everywhere. If that was the case, and so if they can do it, my guy, you don't have to be in your mama's basement preaching about why you can't. <laughs> Period. Like lift yourself. You just you just don't have any game. That's what that is. You have no game. You don't know how to treat women. All you want to do is make excuses for why. Women don't like you. And the reason they don't like you is because you don't like yourself, brother. Mm. I feel like I'm talking to a younger version of me. Mm-hmm. That's the I mean, that's the thing though. You like, bro. It's all right, bro. You ain't gotta put this machismo bullshit on. We can see we can fucking see you. Like one of our other mottos of this uh podcast, we can see you. All that hurt and shit that's all over you, you yelling in this fucking uh, camera. <laughs> your image of masculinity is defined by the ma- masculine energy in your life. Which is probably your fuck boy ass friends, if you have any. Exactly. You And trust me, you cannot trust your friends for any guidance. Until they get to a certain level of maturity. Especially if they came from the same type of home life background that you came from. Yeah. Fuck that. But yeah, man. People are just weird. I also saw a video of a woman talking about going on a date uh, while being in a relationship. and I guess in an open relationship. And just... She said it's so slick. Unapologetically explained that until I'm married, I'm single. And my significant other knows that I'm going on dates while he's at work. And he's free to date other people. uh, But he chooses not to. This is why the dating shit is out here being super fucked up. And it was tons of women. "Mm, That sounds like a weird strategy. Be like, oh, that does it. That actually sounds awful. Not until you start actually having real feelings for the nigga that you're in a relationship with. But then he be out here bopping with other hoes. Cause what? Why would? Why are you in a relationship? Why are you cooking for a nigga and going on a date with another nigga, and then going home to that nigga to finish your meal? But you supposed to. Or why are you in a relationship while you're dating? Just be single. People, you know what. People really be trying to, I feel like, like force this new age, like polyamory, we're open, we do what the fuck we want. But then like, 
the parameters and the motherfucking guidelines just be nowhere. Exactly. Because it's just like you're calling this nigga your man and you're saying that you're in a relationship exactly. with him, but you're dating other people like in front of his face and he's open to do the same. So then aren't y'all both just single? But he's not doing that. That's the that's the biggest part of it. But then also, like, you got to be married in order to be committed to one person. That's also some bullshit. And why would I want to marry you if you playing with other niggas in my fucking face? That doesn't give wife vibes. But if I know you're going to be there, you're going to cook, you're going to be there when I come home. Because I'm just like, if you love me enough or if you want to be with me enough, you wouldn't even be interested in dating other niggas, whether we married or not. Like, no. if you are here for me, you here for me. Like, fuck a ring. We can get to that point. But why do you have to have a ring in order to be committed to me? Right. And none of that is going to make me want to commit to you anymore. But people be putting this... I, <laughs> I, I really feel this way and I might be wrong. I don't give a fuck. I feel like a lot of people be trying to, I feel like that's not women empowerment to me. I agree. It's not, but I feel like people see that and be like, Oh, she moving like a pimp. That's empowering. Is it? She looks like a fucking clown. Is she moving like a pimp? No, she's look, moving. Like she's trying to be, Everything for everybody. She's moving like she got some advice off the internet. Why would you go on a fucking date? And all right, here's the other thing. And then why did you even have to tell us about That's it? That's the point. Like, why the fuck do I need to fucking know? Why do we know about this shit? Right. What? And then how, if I'm dating. All right. Here's the other thing. If I'm that nigga that's at work. And my girl put up that shit. And now everybody on the internet is fucking talking about how fucking lame of a nigga I gotta be. We, uh, I ain't never put no fucking ring on your finger. We can still kick whatever was going on, but I refuse. It's just like that thing where they say you can embarrass, like, embarrass a woman too many times, she ain't gonna put up with that shit. Embarrass me in fucking public where niggas is laughing at me? Mm. Fuck that. But I mean, and I'm not even. No, nah, fuck it. I can't do that polyamorous shit, that open relationship shit. I have accepted that open dating is just how things are now. Yeah. But also, I don't want to know. Mm. It's just like Keith put up the other day. He was like, if I talk to somebody else, that's fine, but I don't need to know who the fuck she dating. Period. I assume that she is dating other niggas. But do not fucking put that shit in my fucking face. I don't even know who it is, where y'all going, where y'all been, where y'all went. We ain't got to talk about none of that shit, baby. Mm-hmm. It's me and you, and we only focusing on me and you. That's it. That is how you openly do that shit. No, uh-uh. Don't be putting no fucking video of you going, you making my food. Cooking, right, cooking for me. But taking then. a break. Going on a date with some nigga and coming home to finish your food with me. Get the fuck out of here. You finish my food first, bitch. And I'll just... <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that, that was some weird shit. I was like, whoa, this is what we're doing now. That's not empowering, bro. Like, all right. I mean, it doesn't matter what the fuck I think. I just feel like, you know, 
I feel like a lot of people, a lot of women our age, on social media at least, be thinking that let's just be as fucked up as men. Mm-mm. That's not a winning strategy. Because we both just fucked up at this point. Right. Let's try to make it to where men want to do better and make it to where women want to do better. Speaking only for uh, straight relationships because I'm straight. Mm. That's all I can talk about. <laughs> Let's just try to make it to where we both just doing better for each other. Y'all motherfuckers be trying to do some slick shit and look like you're a player out here. Yeah, but it, and it's just like y'all could really just be single. If you got this much action yeah. going on, just be fucking single. Just date around. Right. But clearly, you want some kind of parameters mm-hmm. for your home life mm-hmm. that you don't want to fully commit to. They want that guaranteed stability and body in the bed when they get home basically and doing all the other wrong things for somebody that's in a relationship boo just go to you called him your man not my nigga not uh this guy i'm talking to my my man he is yours act like it but yeah man Y'all motherfuckers trying to be uh, Bishop Don Juan. And all right. (laughs) That shit ain't, hey, that ain't no long term plan. That's all I'm saying. I don't want that shit either. I never wanted to be one of them niggas that had multiple chicks. So I don't understand why. It just honestly sounds stressful. Bro, one person put me in the biggest depression that I've had. In my lifetime, I don't want multiple people on that. Yeah, I'm. I'm just still not sold on the whole. It ain't for me dating multiple people at once. Like two max, maybe I can text, but actually dating. Yeah, I can text multiple people. <sighs> I can date. I only want to date one person. But fuck it. <laughs> I'm talking to whoever else. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep dating whatever and whenever I find a person I found her that's the only way to move in this uh, world right now mm-hmm. I don't like it but it's that's the world we live in that's where I'm at I'm single until somebody put a ring on my face <laughs> no. I'm single until I'm in a committed fucking relationship like every other fucking person mm-hmm. grow the fuck up that's what I'll be wanting to tell these people well, yeah, you got to dog these niggas out just like they... Shut the fuck up and grow up. You got to be dominant with these women. Shut the fuck up and grow up. (laughs) Please, can we not act like there's just a rule book that helps you through dealing with men and women? Like, can we not? Just be a good person, bro. What happened to that? Just be upfront with people. Let them decide what relationships they want to be in and go from there. But as far as you just putting this y'all business out and you think we just be like, ha, oh, look at sis. And it was some goofy ass bitches like, oh, look at her. <laughs> I think I need to do the same thing. 
And it was a whole bunch of bitches that's like 25, 26. They're like, okay, you young ass motherfucker. Think that shit cute. Or when anytime it's a, a polyamorous or a, uh, I have two wives, a polygamous thing, or I saw one girl where she had two diggers. And I was like, man, y'all some weak ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna be no no brother husband. No bitch. <laughs> I'm a man with pride. You don't do shit like that. Not brother, husband. <laughs> brother, husband might be the name of this podcast. <laughs> that or equality. <laughs> Women want equality. <laughs> oh, oh shit. I love when fuckboys mess up. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, boom.